welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. Community service is a phrase heard at Brattleboro Union High School. Students are expected to complete 40 hours of community service as a part of the BUHS graduation requirements. One of the valued Vermont education standards is civic and social responsibility. Volunteering to contribute to the well-being of the community has been a part of local service organizations for generations. Volunteer contributions from people of all ages and walks of life bring a sense of community to a complex world. Living Memorial Park is a wonderful example of how various local organizations join together to create a lasting tribute to those who served during World War II. Through the years, the town has been able to grow and maintain the park with many contributions of time and money from numerous volunteer organizations. Often the work of these clubs goes unmentioned. One such group is the Brattleboro Floral Arts and Garden Club. In 1937, the United States was eight years into the Great Depression. Unemployment was high and the Federal Works Progress Administration was in the midst of an infrastructure program that employed between 30 and 115 Brattleboro residents over the year. 14 separate projects to improve sidewalks, extend sewer systems, and improve roads invested over $34,000 into the community. Many Brattleboro residents were struggling financially. Work was hard to find. In the midst of the turmoil, the Brattleboro Garden Club emerged as a volunteer organization dedicated to softening hard circumstances with the beauty of community flowers and plantings. The Garden Club was an outgrowth of the Brattleboro Women's Club. Miss Mary White was selected as the first chairperson, and it was noted in the Brattleboro Reformer that a number of men were present. It is expected the club will sponsor some civic project each year. The original Garden Club operated until the late 1950s. The organization sponsored many projects and served to beautify the community for over 20 years. In December 1966, the Brattleboro Floral Arts Club was created to promote an interest in gardens and rekindle the aspirations of the original garden club. One of their main goals was the civic beautification of the town. Mrs. Desi Lane was chosen as the first president of the organization. By 1975, the club was tending plants at the Brooks Memorial Library, the Creamery Bridge, Fort Demmer State Park, and Living Memorial Park. The organization also sponsored flower shows and chartered buses to the Boston Flower Show. Scholarships were given for horticulture and Camp Bomazine. The club soon added the word garden to their official name and became the Brattleboro Floral Arts and Garden Club. According to the club's current website, the organization supports individual gardening interests and camaraderie, as well as civic beautification through community projects and maintenance in Brattleboro and nearby communities. Earlier this school year, a member of the Brattleboro Floral Arts and Garden Club, Jill McMenamin, visited students at Brattleboro Area Middle School and shared some of the projects the group maintains in the community. The club has tended gardens at the Creamery Covered Bridge in West Brattleboro since 1972. Before that, the first Brattleboro Garden Club also maintained plantings at the bridge through the 1950s. The bridge was first built in 1879. It replaced the Centerville Bridge, which was washed out by a December 1878 flood down the Whetstone Brook. The Bradboro Creamery began operating in October 1887 and was a way for local dairy farmers to earn a premium for the milk they produced. As time went on, the covered bridge became known as the Creamery Bridge. 
when John Brosnahan Square, located at the corner of High and Church Streets, was rehabilitated by the town in 2009, the Floral Arts and Garden Club began planting and maintaining flowers at the park. The organization has worked continuously since then to create this serene space in the middle of a busy town. The park was established to honor a local World War I soldier who had died while serving in France. In the last few years, the club has partnered with Scott Farm and the Stone Trust to create a perennial garden that showcases the stone and slate work of the Stone Trust. The garden is a welcoming addition to the historic farm that is home to over 125 varieties of heirloom apples and other fruits. The Stone Trust supports the art and science associated with the building of dry stone walls. The garden created by the club complements the Vermont heritage of the farm and the craftsmanship of the stone dwellers. The club is also working in conjunction with the Recreation Department to redesign the Senior Center Garden at the Gibson Aiken Center as a part of the building's 100th anniversary. The Gibson Aiken Center was originally known as the Brattleboro Armory and Community Hall. In late July 1922, a ceremony attended by local and state officials laid the cornerstone to the armory. The building was completed and opened in 1923, and by 1978, the National Guard had moved to Westminster and the state of Vermont, turned the building over to the town of Brattleboro. The town then renamed the Gibson Aiken Center after two local politicians who had served as both Vermont governors and United States senators. The Recreation Department and Senior Center moved in, and the building has continued to meet the needs of the area. There are many volunteer organizations in town who provide public service for our community. Their efforts are often unsung. The Floral Arts and Garden Club is one of them. At a time when the social fabric of our country is strained by circumstances which seem out of our control, it is comforting to know that there are community volunteers who quietly make our surroundings more humane. We salute the many volunteers who provide public service for the betterment of the community. These volunteers and their organizations often partner with others to make positive differences in our lives. They remind us that there is a common good and their efforts foster a sense of well-being in a time of uncertainty. And I'd like to thank Eli, Ronnie, Greg, Donovan, and Ana Lucia for the research. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.